foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. This is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. What are we using for a foundation in establishing our worldview? Our environment, our government, our education, our relationship, everything about your life that comes to you helps establish your foundation. But let's go ahead and just look at some of the things that we have succumbed to in our society as a nation. Now, these principles are also globally applicable, but we're really dealing right now with the world you and I are living in, which is America. Okay. Okay. And so we have the theory or the philosophy of evolution. Right. And evolution used to at least have equal billing with creation. Mm -hmm. But now that creation has been forbidden in the schools to be taught. So people who are looking for a worldview in, in the educational years only are taught of evolution. So that means that denies the existence of God. Well, right there, what do you think that does to a person's possibilities for a biblical worldview? Right. If God does not exist... We're sending our kids to public school, letting things be taught that we don't believe. And then our children are growing up not believing their parents, not believing God, not believing the Word of God. Well, and we're not giving them an alternate if the educational system has, in my biblical worldview, believed corrupted then I all the more must be determined to make up for what is lacking. Which might explain why many Christian homes are struggling with their children, their teenagers, and begin to establish a worldly worldview over a biblical worldview. That's right. But then there is the uh, the foundational tool that a lot of people use, and that's the, the foundational tool of rationalization. Okay. That whatever I reason, whatever my logic comes up with, that is my final authority. Okay. Now, that's not a new problem, because back in the book of Judges, there is a phrase that says, and everybody did what was right in their own sight. Okay. And I have heard teenagers now say, well, that might be okay for you, but it's not okay for me. Mm-hmm. Or um, I've heard adults say that. Uh, I've heard people at church say that. <laughs> but what that says basically is, well, my truth is my truth. And if your truth, Sharon, is your truth, well, we can still be friends. But there's no absolute for the basis of our relationship other than fun, food, and fellowship. 
So there's no foundation. There's no foundation. And I want to. If there's no absolute, there's no foundation. Foundation. And I want to go on record. I am not against fun, food, and fellowship unless it replaces your intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Then it needs to get off of being first in your life and come down to its proper rung on a ladder to where it can be enjoyed without compromise. Because you have learned to discern what is a true biblical mindset that the Lord Jesus Christ has said, let this mind of Christ be in you. Well, if I could say, I think that food, fun, and fellowship is much like inviting the world into the church because it becomes more about a relationship between you and me than it does about growing in a relationship with the Lord amongst believers. And since I don't like to cook anymore, if they make food the primary interest, I spend all my time (laughs) just trying to get the food that I'm to take. And then I don't really stop and think about the greater need of having fellowship, of being sensitive to looking to my sister. The spiritual food that's That's right. Right. All right. Well, Janie, there are many things that we've we've looked at: evolution, rationalism, modernism, materialism. But there's there's other things we can go to, uh, Sharon. There is um, one of the biggest one of the biggest foundation tools is the foundation of many philosophies and educators are great in today's world of teaching philosophies as facts. Oh, yes. All right. Uh And I'll also make another statement about facts. Facts are information pieces that can change because as we learn more, then we adjust our facts to what else we have learned. Right. So if you base your life on facts that are not on absolute truth, facts change. So where is your foundation? Right. You see, and the Lord even so beautifully gave us an illustration about if you build your foundation on solid rock, It stands. Mm -hmm. But if you build your foundation on shifting sands, then when the rains come, where is your foundation? And so philosophies have worth, but they can never be the absolute foundation. And that is even brought out in uh, Colossians 2, Sharon, if I remember, 8 and 9. And it says... Beware lest anyone cheat you. Isn't that a neat word? Cheat you? In other words, rob you of something, defraud you of something that you have or should have. So it says, Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and vain deceit, nothingness. According to the traditions of men, according to the basic principles of the world, there's your worldview in Colossians 2. And it says, and not according to Christ. So that's the alternate. So right there, you've got the two views. Wow, Janie, that is amazing to me that we have right here in Scripture the definition of a worldview and a biblical worldview. 
So uh, what other ways can we as Christians innocently be drawn in by the culture? In a word, media. Okay. And whether it's social media, whether it's television, whether it is radio, whether it's movies, whether it's plays. Any music. Mu- oh, music is humongous. Games. What I guess they say, virtual reality games where people Uh cannot perceive truth from error because they're so absorbed in the game. Now, uh, Sharon, we just need to be aware when we get on any type of social media that there can be things that can benefit us and there can be things that we need to have caution with. Okay. But something I learned in uh, checking out a social media site is that that's one of the best places in the world to learn how people have uh, worldviews, what their worldviews are. Some of them have a worldview of conspiracy. Some have a worldview of rights that are violated, and they want to express those from their point of their worldview. Some are very tender uh, sites where people are expressing their pain, their frustration, their hopelessness and helplessness with perplexity. But you can't hardly go from one post to another without finding some aspect of somebody's worldview. It is Mm -hmm. an excellent place to see the examples of worldviews. It's probably also an excellent place to uh, get confused about your own worldview. Yes, and then if you are gullible to the intensity of maybe a certain site, depending on how it's documented, of it then causing you to change your own view, and you may go from one falsehood to another falsehood, thereby deepening your own deception. Well, Janie, that kind of explains why we see a lot of uh, teenagers and young people today who have varying, confusing, mixed views. And so they have no foundational stand in one area. So one day they're here and the next day they're over there. And could it be that they're just seeing things on social media and they're, they're trying to have compassion on everybody's level? Well, it could be, uh, although the danger in all of this is social media. It's their authority. Okay. See, and and, uh, now there's another danger in using media, and that is it can keep you from having to deal with your own reality. Okay. Uh, There are certain... escape. Thank you. Yeah, we don't probably need to elaborate. People understand they escape because it's a way to preoccupy their time and still stimulate their senses, keeping them from the things that were really important to establishing a healthy biblical worldview and certainly a view that knew how to discern about what is right or wrong. Okay. And, you know, you mentioned earlier Colossians 2, 8, and 9. But I want to go up to verses 6 and 7 of Colossians 2. And it says, As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk you in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. And if you'll notice, it says, rooted, built up, and established 
as you have been taught. And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hart's ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHarts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N-Hearts.org.